Can you hear it with your ears? Can you see it with your eyes? Can you feel it wiggling between your quivering thighs? That thing, that thing, that thing with chains. Once every millennium something will come along. When you feel it you will know it cause it's coming on strong. That thing, that thing. stress let me come inside your mind I promise you it won't take long the change will happen soon you will feel something so special growing deep within you that thing that thing that thing with James that thing that thing that thing That's me. Hi, welcome to episode 39, I believe, of That Thing with James J. Asher II. I am your host and creator of this show, James J. Asher II. That's me. Well, folks, today I've got yet another special episode for you. And this one is super special because I have not just one, but two guests on the show. You'll find out who they are after this quick business. So, if you enjoy this show, if you want to help support this show, help support a friend, some stranger, someone underground, counterculture show. I don't, I don't, I don't know if this is really a counterculture show. Uh, But I identify as a counterculture type dude. I'm into counterculture stuff. Either way, if you want to help support this show, you can do so at patreon.com slash that thing with James. Patreon.com slash that thing with James. Patreon.com slash that thing with James. You can donate as little as a dollar a month. It may be little to you, but it's big to me. So if you want to, you know, help support this show, you know, show that you care, you know, donate a dollar or more. There's, fuck, you can donate $15,000 if you want. Yeah, that's an option I made, but you don't have to do that. You know, if you've got a dollar laying around, you can donate, like Josh or Wade. Granted, they donate a little more, but you don't have to. And both of you guys, thank you for being supporting, supportive and for supporting the show for as long as you have been. You guys fucking rock and uh, it gets me rock hard just thinking about it. So patreon.com slash that thing with James if you want to donate. If you want to find me on social media, my handle is at James J. Asher. I'm mostly active on Twitter and Instagram more so Instagram, although I'm not like super active on them, but I'm not inactive on them. But if you want to find me out and like, you know, slide into my DMs, find me at James J. Asher. Or if you want, you can email me at thatthingwithjames at gmail.com. 
If you want to just say hi, if you have any questions for me, questions you'd like answered on the show, if you are in need of any kind of like advice uh, that I'm not necessarily qualified to answer, I'll give you my answer though. You can email me at thatthingwithjames at gmail.com. I want to hear from you. And, uh, you know, if you have an idea for a subject to cover on an episode, uh, I'd love to hear it. I'd love to hear from you. Thatthingwithjames at gmail.com. I also have a website jamesjasher.com. Not a whole lot going on over there, but I have a blog there. If you go way, way back, um, before I started this show, I've put up some like sample writing. Um, one fun one I often mention on here is the, uh, essay I wrote on the nature of nature, uh, while I was watching a sci-fi called Altered Carbon, um, pretty drunk on absinthe. That was a fun thing to write. Uh, so if that sounds like something up your alley, I mean, it might sound boring to you, but I promise you it's not boring. I'm a fun writer. Um, at least that's what mom tells me. She says, I, you know, I'm good at stuff anyway. Um, yeah. If jamesjasher.com, if you want to see that and, uh, let's see what else. Oh, if you have not subscribed yet to the show, dear listeners and or viewers, Please subscribe to the show. For the YouTubers, subscribe to the channel. Like the videos you like. Write a comment. For the audio fans, uh, you know, rate the show. Write a review. And, uh, you know, make it easier for other people to find the show. So we can, like, build a community and, uh, I guess, like, come up with some inside jokes. I've never really... I've never really had a lot of inside jokes. I've never really had a nickname because I've always kind of been, like, sort of a... I guess like loner kind of a dude, but not really loner. I wouldn't say like identify as a loner per se, but you know, I guess I've just never had that sort of thing. But if you want to make that kind of a thing for the show, if you're into that sort of thing, you know, uh, you know, share the show with your friends. Uh, and, uh, yeah. So I'm still waiting for the guests to get here. So, uh, in the next few seconds, they will be here. Be right back. Welcome back. Okay, here are my guests. Who are you two, and what are you doing in my house? Go for it. I'm Elizabeth <laughs> Tabish, and my name is Giselle Marie Munoz, and, and you brought us here. Yeah, you invited yeah. us, so yeah. we, and we showed up. Yeah, so thank you both for doing this. This is really awesome. Uh, so why did I bring you here? We are. Do you want us to explain we why? We <laughs> are in the business of celebrating film. Uh, in particular, have created the Austin Art House Film Festival, and we are celebrating our second year in a few days, which will be Monday, October twenty-first. Hopefully, you see this before then. Um, you will. <laughs> okay. okay, just. Yeah. I'm gonna try to upload it tomorrow night. Awesome. <laughs> oh, perfect timing. <laughs> And yeah, we're here to talk about the festival, why we started it, what what to expect this year. We've got some really wonderful things to show. And James is actually in one of the, the shorts. Oh, my videos. gosh. Did you know that? What? Surprise. This yeah. is news. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're excited about it, though. Hell yeah. <laughs> so so this is year two. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, how did you guys come up with the idea to do this in the first place. Last year, wow, that seems like a long time ago. But we were talking about last yeah. year. So we were on, on a commercial shoot together. 
Um, and we were talking about all of the things we loved and want more, wanted more of in Austin. Yes. And art house cinema was one of, one of them. And then one day, I think we like, we were talking on the phone. I was like, what if we did You sent me an email and said, let's do a film festival. I want to do a film festival. Will <laughs> you help me? Uh-huh. And I said, yes. And then I think we we honed in on the type of festival, which was art house cinema. We wanted to to see what people were making out in the world, and um, so we just kind of step by step built this thing. We started. We opened submission on Film Freeway. We went specifically to AFS Cinema mm-hmm. for the theater because that is uh, our art house, the art house cinema, cinema in, yeah. in town. So they worked with us, and we got a lovely spot last October. Um, and then all these submissions came in and like, we were kind of blown away by everything. We really were. And it was a big experiment because I, I did something not quite, I helped run a film festival for some student work in a conservato- conservatory, but this is people we didn't know. This is people from all around the world saying, yes, I want to be part of this and sharing their work, which was incredible. I think we were really blown away and had, yeah. Over 200 people, like, want to be part of this thing that, like, none of us knew what it was going to be. Until it just, really cool. it, it created itself almost. You yeah. know, like, once you start seeing, like, oh, that that has to be in, and you watch all these submissions, and it forms itself. And Absolutely. The first year was incredible, and then this year we got 250-plus uh-huh. submissions, and Whoa. I after last year I was like, okay, so that's it for Art House, like... Wasn't really sure if there would be more people that, like, keep making stuff. Well, even before Mm -hmm. that, I was, like, thinking about the stuff that I'd learned in film history and was like, maybe we can... I thought it was going to be, like, all tributes. I'm like, do people still make this kind of work? (laughs) Yeah. I think so, right? Like, there's some stuff out there. And then was like, oh, yeah, absolutely. yeah. Yes. And so I think it's, like uncovering the veil of, of this kind of work and this kind of art. So, yes. People all over the place are making this incredible... Experimental, avant-garde. Yeah. little stories yeah. that are not little at all, but very big and grand and um, colorful. And and we're, we're only screening short films. So each one of these kind of like packs a punch in a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Next year, we're hoping to do feature films as well. But for now, we just wanted to, like, you know, show the, the plethora. Because I do remember having people reach out to us saying, asking us if we were accepting yeah. features. So. And we just have such a limited time in the theater. Um, but if, you know, if we get more submissions, then we get more money to, like, to rent the theater for longer. And we'll mm-hmm. be able to show more, which is the goal. Yeah. So, like, where do you even start? So you start from, let's... Let's make a uh, film festival. Uh, and then you say, and then you figure out what kind of film festival you want to do. Yeah. Where do you go from there? Do you just like Google how to start a film festival? Um, I, I think the, the thing that helped lead us was Film Freeway, which told us like what we needed to do in order to set up uh, an official festival to, mm-hmm. to accept submissions. And it was like, you need a website, you need... Uh, a location, a date, a time, like you need all these specific things. So we just started there. And I think mm-hmm. the location was one of the first things that we were like, um, I don't know what we're going to do, but we're going to do we're it definitely right here, there. Yeah. <laughs> and which is actually where we just came from and had like a beautiful tech check to make yep. sure everything is ready Lots, for Monday. Yeah, and looks fabulous on the big screen. Um, 
but uh, but then after that, we especially like you know we we reached out to the filmmakers that were accepted, and we didn't know if they would be traveling to us or not, or if people would even show up, you mm-hmm. know. So we we did the whole thing. We got the red carpet. We got the backdrop. Opened up ticket sales, and we're just sort of like hopefully kind of people want to come see it. And we then, had. You know. One thing that we learned from last year, because people have been asking me that, and I'm like, I know we learned something, but what was it? <laughs> I, I, we've learned things and also still didn't do it. But um, checking the Austin calendar, you know, this town is just full of a whole bunch of stuff going Especially on like, all the time. Yeah. So I think we had ended up doing, it was right around, uh, well, it was the weekend of F1, and so oh, it was really right. hard for our Hotels filmmakers. Hotels were expensive. They yeah. were like $450, mm-hmm. $500 yeah. a night, and thankfully I had some... People in my community open up their homes to these filmmakers that did, they didn't know. They didn't know who they were, but they were super down and open Airbnb up their homes, it, which is yeah. so <laughs> cool. Um, so that's one thing that we did this year. We're like, let's look at the calendar. And we've had some hotels give us some great rates. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Will these filmmakers come in from out of town? Will they take time to, to come and, and join us in Austin? Some people had never been to Austin. Mm-hmm. I feel like. International, too. I like, feel. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Some people like Canada, yeah, (laughs) and Brazil. uh, We have throughout the U.S., but I think our Brazilian filmmaker Laís is back again this year, Mm -hmm. and she's coming back. I don't know if she'd been in the states before. Oh, I don't know. We'll have to ask. Let us know in the comments. Is that what you do? (laughs) Yeah. Comment below and tell us. Is yeah. this year? No. <laughs> so that's so cool. People will actually come People here. People will come here. Uh-huh. And... Our film festival is this new concept for you. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, you know how they work. I know. I know. I know, I know how it works. But, you know, listeners might not know how a film festival works. <laughs> Who are you listening? <laughs> hey, Bob. <laughs> Bob, Bobby. let me tell you. This is how a film festival works. <laughs> Bob and Fargo. Looking classy. Is there really a Bob and Fargo? Also, I don't know. Oh, that'd be really cool. <laughs> if there is, you know, I'm sorry. I'm sure like, there is. Yeah. Fargo. <laughs> Fargo. Fargo. So uh, yeah. how do you decide what to, ex- do you guys mm, decide what films to accept? Do. So, and then you get like 200 plus submissions. Mm-hmm. Um, what's that process like? It's a year-long process. Like, as people submit throughout the year, we try to... (laughs) Sometimes they pile up, but we're usually pretty good about, like, keeping an eye on, like, and a tab on on having to watch all of them, deciding kind of early of, like, is this a maybe, is this a yes? Mm. Um, So it's not, like, all at the end of the year piled up of, like, I have to watch 250 (laughs) films, you know? So it's throughout the year, so it's, it's a little bit more manageable. We have really similar, uh, I think, interests and, like, um, tastes in film. So whenever we both like some, I mean, we usually... It's, like, 95%, 90 to 95% that we're both, like, yes. Um, And Film Freeway has their format to where we're we're watching them individually Mm -hmm. um, whenever we can. And then we can write notes to each other about it or... Yeah. What do you think about this, blah, blah, blah. This is what I like. Music is amazing. This is so great. James Ash's performance is perfect. Oh, we got it. Oh, shucks. Absolutely. We got to screen it every day. (laughs) If we can. (laughs) So, yeah, Film Freeway is great. They did kind of walk us through everything. Um, And then it's like awards. Okay, people like awards. 
so let's make awards. You had a great idea of naming them after incredible filmmakers. Art house filmmakers, yeah. like specific to what they're known for. So our best director award is the Kubrick Award because mm-hmm. he's the best director. Yeah. Um, our best art house is a Lynch Award, David Lynch. Um, Eisenstein is for editing. We have um, Dreamiest, uh, Darren, Maya Darren, um, Agnes Varda. Aronofsky? The, yes, okay. Aronofsky. Yes. Psychological Psych- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Varda for best documentary. Uh-huh. Who? Uh, Agnes Varda. She passed away in the spring of this, this year. year yeah. um, so. Spankmeyer for animation. We've got like, you know, these, these filmmakers that. Um, especially in college, my undergrad was in film theory and I got to watch all these really weird movies that I don't think I would have known about had I not been introduced to them. And so, you know, getting to watch all of this back then, I was like, oh, you know, and then I find out like nobody else knows who I'm talking about. So I I think this is a nice way to like continue that and share like, these are names you should look up everyone. These are really like and carrying the torch. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, everyone knows who Kubrick is, obviously, but but there's some you know some styles of filmmaking too, and even um, uh, just art movements like Dadaism. Like one of our films is actually called Dada Ship, and mm. it's animated, and it is in the style of Dadaism. This year, like, this year, yeah. Mm-hmm. I fucking love Dada. You love it. It's in block <laughs> one. Um, so it's you know all the and I think just having seen all these types of films helps us inform us at least of like what we what is art house and what we want to um, celebrate in in this sort of genre Mm -hmm. and it's just there's so much variety and there's Mm. so many there's a lot of history in it and so if you can connect it and you remember like I've I've seen something like that before and someone's doing it now Mm -hmm. we have to show it you know absolutely so we try to connect it to, to the history of cinema as much as possible. And then connecting artists to an audience that may have not otherwise had each other. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All in one place. So do you guys mm-hmm. have like a sort of like a checklist criteria that you have? We had or is a big it more... checklist last year. And yeah, this year like... we just threw it out the window. This year? Well, it, well, it ended up being too cerebral. Like I think yeah. what... what whatever speaks to us, whatever like hits us in the gut or is just instinctually like, Oh, this is, this needs to be seen. That usually is, I mean, that's how year one was as well. It's just like this. I love this. I'm emotional over this. I feel something from this. And a lot of times that reaction happens in the, you can tell from the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah. When something is absolutely needed. No. It needs to be visible. Yeah. We need to create more people need to see this thing. Yeah. Yeah. But it's hard to choose. I mean, there were so many really incredible submissions that we just like don't don't have time for or didn't mm-hmm. quite fit in the in the vibe of this year. So, you know, there's we had um, a number of semifinalists where it's like, we love your work so much, but we can't. We just can't screen it this year. It must but be we want you to pretty difficult love, to say. It. It's painful, yeah. you know, like especially like seeing some of the quality and talent and a lot of the semifinalists are just mm-hmm. like, we know you've, you've put your heart in this and it looks amazing. And mm. there's just some, something time timing wise or theme wise that just like doesn't quite fit. So, you know, we hope that they keep submitting for next year. Absolutely. And eventually keep on we'll working. Screen it. Keep on doing what yep. you do. Speaking of themes, are you both um, trying to, I guess, go for a certain type of theme every different year? No, nothing no. specific. Okay. I think it's just um, 
whatever, you know, there's like these core films that are kind of longer that, that, that sort of inform the rest of like what fits with it. Mm -hmm. And you can't really plan that. You just have to kind of watch it and be like, oh, this is, we had some kind of Halloween-y, kind of creepy films this year. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, that kind of informed like what block three was going to be like. Um, And then of course we had tons of like documentaries. I was going to say, I think we had like one documentary and one music video last year and a couple of animation. And now we have... So much of of each of those things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were just done so well that it wasn't going to be like, oh, we have enough animation. It wasn't no, like that at no. all. And they're all so different from each other. We added an extra uh, or another award this year. The Crumb Award, mm-hmm. Robert Crumb. Um, for traditional for, animation. For traditional animation because there was... <laughs> there were, so many films, we couldn't just fit it into one animation category. There was a lot of CGI and then traditional. There was some claymation. claymation. Too, yeah. Really cool stuff. And music videos. Yeah. So we're excited to be screening um, the one that you're in. Is it Broncho or Bron- Bronco? Broncho. 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 Okay. Yeah. Which I think are from so Oklahoma. They right? are. We're from Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> and I like knew all the people and didn't know it kind of a really? thing. Really? Yeah. That's like all, all the people in the band, like, uh, they met because of I my cousin. I saw Yeah. Yeah. And then like another one used to work with like a friend of mine from high school. It's like, how the fuck have we not met Okay. Already? So then, then how did they find you for yes. your music video? They just, um, so they had, uh, the old man, Mark. Yeah. Um, they already had him cast because they know him from Tulsa. He's oh, a magician. He's, oh, oh wonderful. He's a magician. He's, yeah, he's a because, magician. <laughs> so Bron- Broncho is originally from OKC, from Norman. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but they like, they all live in Tulsa now, which, because Tulsa's fucking way better than OKC. Dang. <laughs> but nothing's as cool as Stillwater. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they all they all live in Tulsa now, and I guess like uh, the lead singer, um, he just like kind of went visiting Tulsa. Would go to this magic shop, and Mark was working there, and so he was a fan of Mark forever. And so they wanted him in this music video, and they were like, "We need a young Mark." Mm-hmm. And You're so, a young Mark. Yeah. So <laughs> so are you guys look so much alike. I know. You guys really. I'm like that is. <laughs> James as an older man it's so kind of crazy that's what they said when they saw my headshot they were like we're gonna be we wanna be well they got the where script they, from Pune okay and do you know her um no I didn't know her previously but she knew them because that was her first time ever writing or directing oh nice all she's done up to this point is photography. just photography and she's an amazing photographer amazing photographer yeah. for like uh concerts just like right. you musicians, know, musicians yeah, yeah. Photos, yeah. Um, she's so good and so she had this idea for Broncho because she's already friends with them like through a roommate or something and uh just you know this person knows this person knows this person sort of a thing and so they're like, okay, we'll we'll be filming in Texas and New Mexico, but we're going to base this thing out of Austin because that's where Pune is. So let's just get a bunch of headshots and try to find someone that looks like a, like could pass for a young Mark. And they found mine. And then I got an email from 
from Jason, yeah. my agent, and he was like... Camila's agent, too. And he was like, do you want to be in a <laughs> Bracho video? I'm a fan of Bracho. Yes, yes, please. That would be great. Yeah. And, so they uh, booked you just straight from the headshot? Straight from the headshot. Yeah. It was meant to be. And, and I love it. It was yeah. kismet. And then like I went in like the day before the the shooting started and uh, to try on like different clothes they got from uh, you know thrift stores mm-hmm. around town. And I started talking to these people. And I, and I looked them up before. Cause I like, I knew their music, but I didn't like know them. So I kind of looked them up online and I was like, huh, they're from Norman. I've, I know lots of people in Norman. I've got family there. So started talking and, and lo and behold, like we were this far from knowing each other. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. That is it's, so cool. It's strange. My mom actually, when it, that music video first came out, my mom and I saw it. Um, cause we were from Oklahoma mm-hmm. and, and you had posted, I was like, Oh, that's a, that's no longer And I was like, how did they, like, this is perfect. And he looks just like, we were both kind of like amazed by the whole thing. And then to be able to screen it now for an audience is really, I feel lucky to be able to share it. <laughs> I feel lucky. Video. I feel so lucky. Beautiful. I'm so grateful so you guys great. are putting it in. Yeah. Like, I saw them in, in Brooklyn years ago, opening up for one of my favorite bands back then. And they were so much fun. Oh yeah. So much energy. Oh yeah. And we were talking about how that'd be cool if they came. You guys want to come? <laughs> come <Yeah. here. laughs> Come on. What's Where are they? I wonder if they could. We should email them or something. You're at 52 right now. Yeah, let's let's take a quick break. Okay. We'll be right back. Is that bug? It's so nice today. I had to leave the window open. Oh, that's fine. It yeah. is nice gorgeous today. It's beautiful. Like October weather. I wish it was like this like year round. I'd be cool with that. Maybe even a little more chilly or something, you know? Some sweater weather. Yeah. I'm trying to yeah. think where that would be. Nowhere. Everything has like... Too cold, too hot. San Francisco. California San Francisco. is pretty good. San Diego. Mm-hmm. You know, San Diego is like perfect weather all the time if you want like beach weather. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. So let's get to know you two. Are we going? Oh, yeah. We're going. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we're going. Cool. Um, where are you from? Who wants to go first? I... I'm a proud daughter of immigrants. Um, my, I grew up in Southern California to a family of artists. My dad is an oil painter. My brothers are musicians. And my mom just did her best to keep us in line. Um, and family my parents... <laughs> you know what I mean? You need somebody managing. Um, my parents are still in the house that I grew up in. So Placentia, California, which is like a good... 20- Wait. Placentia. Placenta, California. Placentia. <laughs> yes. Okay. Or Placencia. Okay. And, um, <laughs> yeah, I went to a number of different schools and grew up as a dancer, so I have a performing background. Um, what kind of dance? I All? mean, typical, like it started, like the competitive dance stuff was like jazz, mm-hmm. tap, ballet. Well, no, I didn't compete in ballet. But, Did you like, get into lyrical. any like contemporary dance? So I didn't do that until college. So mm-hmm. contemporary and like modern and like rhythm tap. And mm. I was like, what's this? Um, so that was a lot of fun. I was with a dance company in college and we did like little tours uh, in the area and visited local high schools and did a lot of like social justice 
issued dances. Cool. Which is really cool. Um, And then I was teaching dance for a little bit. And then I got married and had a baby, like, very quickly in my life after college. Um, And then left there. My husband and I, uh, he... And I, like, I grew up in Orange County, but I loved going to LA because I love music and going to see bands was like my number one thing. What, what, what bands? So my first love in life is probably ska music. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Um, so I like ska. I mean, I was Radiohead. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know. So I'm thinking like the Nickel Brothers, MU330, Mad Caddies, um, even like Less Than Jake, the Hippos, Aquabats, of course, uh-huh. which I think was my first show. My daughter now goes to their shows. Like it's insane. Really? How... They're still going? Oh, they're still going. <laughs> oh my, my God. My husband worked with uh, one of the guys <laughs> from the show and they did like Yo Gabba Gabba. They got to do yeah. some cool shit. Um, but yeah, they're still going. So, anyway, we were starting a family and we're like, there's no fucking way that we're going to raise our daughter in Orange County. Let's get the fuck out of here. And then Austin is where we landed. I'd never been here before. I didn't care. (laughs) I'm always ready to go anywhere. Um, We've been here 12 years. Our daughter was a year when we moved or we moved just the week before. Uh, My husband's an artist. His name is Kevin. Hi, honey. Very talented. (laughs) Thank you. Um... And so we are a family of artists, performing, visual, and our daughter does both. And um, it's about showing her that you can live the life that you want to not live other people's expectations, Mm -hmm. to be respectful um, to yourself and of the people around you. I don't really do the whole like, oh, you have to be nice because I think that gets... That got me in trouble for a lot of my growing up, Mm -hmm. Um, being polite and nice. And I end up just not sticking up for myself, which I've been working on. And um, and yeah, making shit, making shit and and sharing shit like what we're doing. We're sharing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sharing is caring. So, yeah, that's me. Nice. Yeah. What about you? Where are you, you from? You already know me. <laughs> well, what about them? Podcast land doesn't know. So, oh, where to begin? Um, I uh, I grew up in Stillwater, Oklahoma, small town, Oklahoma. Uh, there was not much to do there. Um, my brother was a musician and is a musician, um, but growing up, he was older than me, and he... he he was always doing shows and he had a very active sort of like life and friends always coming over and bands always playing. And so it was kind of, um, I was very shy <laughs> and very quiet and just kind of like witnessed the world around me um, instead of really actively participating for a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. And because of that shyness, or maybe just because I'm an introvert, I, I kind of went inward and, and did a lot of writing, reading, watching a lot of movies, um, listening to a lot of music, and um, and then acting. Once I started acting in, like, school theater, I this whole world sort of opened up for me. When was that? Like, uh, like in grade school? Fifth grade, yeah. Uh, I mean, earlier than that, like, when I was in kindergarten, I was... I was very shy, and then in the in the shows, I would like 
suddenly perform. Yeah. (laughs) But that was like, that wasn't constant, you know, like there, Mm. we weren't always putting on shows. Um, so it took a little while to like find that, that, um, I think identity for myself. And then, yeah. Um, theater became a little bit, you know, like Mm. my gateway to like the, the sort of life that I wanted to live. And um, I always felt really safe and comfortable and, like, excited about playing roles. And my friend Cammie and I, you know Cammie, mm-hmm. uh, we started uh, getting, she, her, I remember she got a camcorder for Christmas once. And I was like, I want one of those. And so we would start doing these, like, commercials as kids. And, like, <laughs> I love it. Thought we thought we discovered the jump cut, you know. Like <laughs> we, we were very experimental, and we thought we were so funny. We were watching all the Christopher Guest movies and oh, waiting yeah. for Guffman. Yes. And we wanted to do that so badly. So we would play a lot with like uh, little comedy sketches and everything, and it was so much fun. And it like it took the boredom away of living in in Stillwater. Yeah. Um, and then when I went to college I stayed in Oklahoma I was nervous about big cities and driving and all that stuff and um I was planning on going into journalism and something a little bit more practical and then I had a pal um convince me to audition for a play and I was like no I'm scared I don't want to do this and he was like just do it just do it and then again like in an instant everything changed Mm -hmm. again and I and I started doing more theater as an adult And then um, I got my undergrad in uh, film theory and screen studies. Um, So I got to watch all these really cool films. Um, But I also got to audition for all the plays in the theater department. And then I uh, graduated and was a receptionist for two years and had... um, I remember you know, you, you an existential breakdown. <laughs> yeah. That's when we met. Yeah. That was yeah. <laughs> it was still Oklahoma. I was I was working at a salon and it was fine. Everyone was nice there, but it was just like I was sitting at a desk and I was like, I can't, I can't. And I was I ended up writing a screenplay, which I filmed that that winter um at the desk <laughs> on post-it notes. So which, like, which one was the that? erased? Do you remember? Yes. That? Yeah. Uh, we filmed it at Marlowe. Is that the Mansion. one with uh, Travis in it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And everyone that yeah. we know. Um, and so it was this like thing of like, I, I need to be doing something else. And then, um, I saw that they were holding auditions for hair, which is like a very meaningful show to me. And I, I called my mama's and I started crying. I was like, I have to do this. She was like, go back and get your master's. Just like go back and do it. So I, I, the went, school was doing hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. OSU was. And so I, I went back, I got my master's, which is when I met, met you. Mm-hmm. And spent two years doing more theater and kind of a focus on directing and um, and I did some acting mm-hmm. still, but but I was really excited about um, delving into storytelling and and you know um, picking the right sort of stories that I want to tell and I had I had a blast and made so many lovely connections and then after that I moved to Austin. Mm-hmm. Got an agent and started booking commercial stuff, um, which I didn't realize was an option. I was like, oh, money. What is this? Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, I only have to be here for the day. And you guys are going to pay me hours. like pretty good. Oh, yeah. Awesome. We, I mean, I grew up in a, in a pretty like lowish income family. It was month to month. And so the idea of like working for a day and getting, I'm like, this is absolutely insane, but it's still been, you know, the struggle and there's just like not enough work in Austin to like really like 
get comfortable and yeah. make enough to, to be comfortable. So it's still been this like hustle and kind of constant thing. So I was, you know, doing a lot of commercial stuff and then got a little disappointed in the sorts of roles for women yeah. in the film and TV world. And um, so I started making my own films again, which I had done in college. And I, I, I suddenly had, you know, better equipment. So I'm like, this looks better than I remember. <laughs> <laughs> and so I started writing and directing. I did a web series and then um, just kind of kept like uh, chipping away at this this goal I had of like doing, you know, living the life I wanted. And it was to direct and to act and to, you know, like have this really full creative life and community. And that takes work, you know, especially if you move to a new place and you don't really know that many people and you try certain communities and they don't quite fit. And you're like, Mm. what is missing? What is missing? Mm. And you have to like really get clear with yourself about what that is. And for me, it's taken some time and I finally feel like, okay, this is it, you know, and Austin Art House is part of that because so, so I started Minded Productions, which we worked on a few shorts together and Mm -hmm. um, I'm still working on, I'm trying to to, um, do pre-production for a feature film. Um, Really? mm -hmm. Can you talk about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called Day of the White Rabbit and it's inspired by a short that that I made with Janet Travis and Ashley James called Mother's Day, which just won Best Narrative at the Blow Up Art House Film Festival in Chicago, which is really exciting. Is that, is it going to be playing Monday? No, it's playing, that one's playing in Chicago. Okay. In November. And it's also playing um, November 17th at AFS Cinema as part of their um, South by Shortcase, which is cool. Um, so it's just been, you know, I've, I've been wanting to, to make all these things and act in all these things. And, and it, it's a little bit of a hustle constantly of like keeping projects going. And the feature film is, you know, we're in pre-production. We need to find financing for it. And that's just so hard. Yeah. Like doing all of this as like, you know, not coming from money. Right. (laughs) Is like you have to be committed to it in like kind of a psychotic way. <laughs> like you have to be like this, this, this or nothing. Mm. There can't be this plan B. There can't be like, you know, I don't, I don't have anyone like, you know, leading the way. There is no clear cut path. Yeah. yeah. You just kind of have to like figure it out on your own and you find the people along the way that, that have the same goals and work together on it. And, and that's kind of like the only way to do it. Cause you can't, you can't expect anything to happen or what you think success looks right. like. You, you just need have to, to just like fucking do it and do it all the time. And that's like, you know, I wake up thinking about this stuff. I'm neurotic, <laughs> no, I, <laughs> but I that's mean, like the only way I know how. I think it's complete. I, I, I mean, I think the, that type of, uh, the concern about that particular, um, dilemma, yeah. I think is entirely valid because there is no clear cut path at all there's no clear-cut way i have that same thing going on 24 7 right um constantly asking myself am i fucking delusional you <laughs> am know? i am i supposed to be doing this right, right. and like am i yeah. wasting my fucking time yeah. am i even good like you know well that I, I i tried to quit acting last year because of that i kept like what? auditioning for i didn't things. hear about this I I was so give me my popcorn. (laughs) (laughs) Got some tea. (laughs) I 
acting has been like my my heart for I mean since I was a kid. It was my gateway into the art world, right? Right. right. And um after so many rejections, like a human being can only take so much, but also like a hypersensitive heat, like yeah, uh, every rejection just like it it hurts so bad, and and you try to get tough and like oh it's just the business, but there was one particular one where I like I can't do this, and it was just a breakdown. Like I can't do this. I couldn't afford my apartment anymore. I moved in with my mom. I'm like I can't. I I'm a failure. Like. I'm delusional. Right. I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. I need to get a real job. I need to take care of myself. Like, so I quit and I told my agent, like, I'm just, please stop submitting me. I need to, I'm going to focus on directing. I'm going to focus on getting editing jobs or, you know, something. And, um, and he submitted me without me knowing, thank God, to a project <laughs> called The Chosen. Mm-hmm. And I, I ended up getting the role of Mary Magdalene, which has been life changing and where do I watch that like where do I find it's it? online and it's all well okay so there's you can either watch it online at thechosen.tv or you can get the app oh there's an app there's an for app the show and it's free and you can watch all four episodes for free nice and it's really like nice quality and everything and then the next four episodes are coming out in uh, Thanksgiving so it's all it's all exciting how's that experience been? it was lovely it was yeah? really yeah it was I mean coming off of this concept of like I need to stop acting Mm -hmm. (laughs) into this thing that I'm like this is the sort of role that I've always wanted to play it's historical it has a dialect it's emotional it's also really smart and smartly written Mm -hmm. um and it's a female character that has a whole backstory and like and also an actual history and it was just this gift that I'm like I did not know that this was even possible or that I deserve this, or you know, there was just all these things that happened when I got it that I'm like, this is this is um, a sign. Obviously, yeah. I'm like, maybe I should keep doing. It. I don't Isn't know. Isn't that remarkable though? Because I know that people have, I don't want to say given up, but decided that they were not going to spend their time doing this or try to do this. Yeah. And there's this like release, and then and then there's room to receive this maybe like that's huge it. Yeah. thing. Yeah. That ended up totally working out for you. That's something that happens to people, which is so yeah. awesome. Well, and I always heard this story of like I I I gave up and then it happened. I'm like, whatever, <laughs> you know, like whatever that. What is that? But you can't fake that funk either. No, like, you genuinely have to say, I'm, I'm done. fucking done. I can't yeah, do yeah, it yeah, anymore. Yeah. And then the universe then just happens. goes. Now you're ready. I think there was a little bit of like let go of your expectation Absolutely. of what this is supposed to look like, yeah. of what you're supposed trap, to be doing. Yeah. And then it happens and, you know, it's just, it's been lovely. But I also think like the struggle going up into those things is forming you to be able to be prepared for this new incredible experience that you were either weren't expecting to happen. What's so funny about that too is like the role itself, it starts out as, as a character named Lilith and it's like a, the, the darkest place I've had to go. It's, it's heavy. Mm. She's demon possessed, right? Like it's it was really. This is happening when we were getting ready for this yeah. last year. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. remember. Yeah, I remember you. And it was <laughs> I'm like I'm, there was one scene. I'm like I'm terrified to play this, but there was there was a. It was funny because I'm like I'm actually going like I, when I went to audition for it, I felt the despair of like, there is no hope. There is no hope. I can't do this, and this isn't going to happen. And if I don't get this, like. That it's just going to be that extra devastation that like will I be able to handle this? Yeah. 
And so going into audition for it, I was I was that character. You know, I was yeah. already I'm like in total pain, emotional pain. And then being able to play that out on set in the scenes, I was like, this isn't fake, y'all. <laughs> I know you guys think I'm acting. But. And then, but then at the end of episode one, there's this, this lovely release again and redemption of like just a total turnaround, total like shift into, uh, you know, Mary Magdalene into who she's supposed to be. And, and it's so sweet and it's so moving and, and then, you know, the summer we shot more episodes and I got to just play that. And it was just fun. I'm like, I'm, I'm feeling happy again. Like this is. And you're also working with one of my like old school favorite actors, the old guy. What's his name? Eric Avari. Eric Avari. Sorry we called you old. Sorry, man. Hey, he's probably not going to see old, this. Older than you. Older, older than, than me. Than yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Stargate was the first thing I ever saw. Cool. Him. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that guy, yeah. He plays Nicodemus, and I have a lovely inner change with him. It's such a great name. Nicodemus, Nicodemus I know. Yeah. <laughs> Very biblical, I mean, it is. <laughs> well, it looks like it's time to wrap up. Uh, what do people need to know about uh, the film festival? Like, where can they get <laughs> is tickets? Is that what we're here for? <laughs> I'm sorry, well, I've been talking too much. <laughs> oh, no, talking. That's what you're here for. You got it. Yeah, um, this is perfect. Our festival is Monday, October 21st. We have three blocks, um, tickets online for $20, tickets at the door for $25. For a small service charge, just to let everybody know. So it ends up being $21.50, just so you know. I say 20 you bring a 20 you don't get it, I'm sorry. Um, but anyway, <laughs> yes, uh, so we have the, we are starting pretty early, so you can get off of work and go straight there. Um, five o'clock is when we open doors. Five thirty is when we are starting our first block of films. These are more of a family-friendly um, content stuff. PG-ish. That, PG. Stuff that the whole family can enjoy. Um, we do have a Q and A with the filmmakers that are in attendance and actors and actors. <laughs> And we have Block B, uh, which is a little bit more... PG-13. If you, a little... Yeah. Yeah. A little more difficult, like, themes. Yeah. But still, maybe family-friendly. I don't you know. You can. It depends on your family. Yeah. Progressive family-friendly. My daughter, family my daughter friendly. will... Super disturbing. I have a 13-year-old, and she's probably going to stay. Um, and then we have our last block. That'll be getting Rated around nine. <laughs> Um, so you, you get to choose, uh, where you bring your family to, but it's important that you come because we have curated a beautiful evening of programming. Um, it's one night only it's intimate. Uh, AFS is a beautiful venue. Um, we're so happy to be back there. They have wonderful drinks and popcorn and it's, it will have a lovely red carpet for photo ops and, you know, all that fun stuff. And then um, if you just can't wait to see the films, what you can do is go online uh, at austinarthousefilmfestival.com and you can look up uh, all the filmmakers. We did interviews with them and we have images of their films and you can get to know what you're getting into if you want. It's really cool stuff. Yeah. It's worth it. So come hang out. Yeah. Thank you both Thank you. so much for coming to do this. I'm very grateful. I'm so happy. Thank you, James. Thank you. And I just want to say that I met you uh, through Liz. 
Right. And at we, a get read. Set, we get to sit next to each other. And yeah. I was just beaming about you because I thought you were so cool. I thought you were so cool. <laughs> I came home and told Emily, I'm like, I just met this super cool chick. And she's like, yeah, I know her. And I know Emily <laughs> because we got to work together for a little while. So precious Emily. I'm glad I'm in your home. Thanks. Should we do a quick sponsor shout out to Home Slice? Yeah. Sure. Emily. Uh, Emily, come here. Come be the face of Home Slice. Come be the face of Home Slice. Oh, you thought I was joking earlier. I really want you to Home Slice is taking care of our filmmakers. Uh, Rambler Sparkling Water is also taking care of our filmmakers. What else we got going on? A shout out to Richard Whitaker at the Chronicle for writing a little something lovely write up for this um, or this week's issue of the Chronicle. Um, Lights Camera Austin, um, Mr. Sims, who has his show. When's is it Wednesday today or Thursday? Thursday afternoons. Like I know anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, what? Who else? Oh, David from Hyperreal. Yes. He's been a yeah, champion yeah. of the Austin Art House Film Festival. They do a lot of cool stuff throughout the year, which is really yeah, nice. Yeah, check them out. <clears throat> if you like anybody, weird cinema. Anybody else? Uh, you know, all, uh, Kevin for doing the logo. Oh, yeah. Kevin Munoz. Check him out. Um, East is coming up in Austin. The East Austin Studio Tour. You can see him at Canopy. And, yeah. Everyone for su- submitting and supporting yes. us. Yes. It'll be a fun night, I think. I think the Carpenter Hotel is helping host some of our filmmakers. Um, the Holiday Inn, which is right across the street from AFS, and I don't know about any other ones. Native Hostel, maybe. Yeah, it's quite a list. Yeah. We'll write it down for you. <laughs> cool. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. See you next week.